Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an RV snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your host, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Yeah, so I was uh, doing a lot of yard work over the weekend, and I think um, I have poison ivy, and I got I got my signals crossed, and uh, turns out when you pee on something, it should be for a stingray bite, not poison ivy. It doesn't actually do the same job. That is interesting. Yeah. Because you, I know you really like to pee on things. Right. It was kind of an excuse to let me pee on my own arm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That takes some talent. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I think. have really long arms. Oh, good. Good for you. Yeah, I if went you're... with that one as opposed to the other column that could have gone. So are you the guy that goes to the beach and just hopes to get stung by a jellyfish? Yeah. You are. I don't know. Is that a guy? Is that a thing people do? It's a thing you do. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. We're we're going here. Hey, everybody! This oh is, God! This is Tom and Jim's top five. Ooh. I am uh, Tom. Too tall, not too tall, too short. Skull, and uh, that's uh, too short. Skull, Tom, too short. And uh, the other voice there is uh, is my father. Wait, what? I mean, it's it's uh, Jim. Jim Doubt. How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> Dad? Uh, um, I'm good, man. I am. Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. We're all we're a little cool. out of whack today. I think a little bit. A little off kilter. A little bit. I stopped drinking, so that's. No. Uh, well, that's the problem. Yeah. So that's the problem. Okay, got it. All right. Oh man. Well, we, I could tell you we, we're off kilter, obviously, because we we promoted a, a show for this week that we're not doing. And so, it was a last minute audible. Well, because we're because uh, you know we're not, I'm not a smart person. I realized, oh, Father's Day is coming up. Hey, we should do a show on TV dads. When do you want to do it? And you're like, well, probably this week. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be our topic this week. Our our favorite TV dads, and that could be anything. TV it doesn't have to be sitcoms. It's anything TV. So um, we we will go back to. To childhood books. Yes. Plus, next week we have to because I did all my research on that, and uh, I I don't want that to go to waste. <laughs> no. So, so we will do our childhood books uh, next week, and we're actually Jim. Also, as long as we're talking about next week, we're doing our childhood books. We also have an interview next week. With, oh, okay. With our um our buddy uh, Keith Hopkins of Hexagon Motion Pictures, and uh, and uh, he has a couple movies out. Uh, called Undo, and the other one is called Take Your. Oh, I gotta say this right. Non vaporist. How do you say it? Vaporist Aberration to Work Day. Because let me say that again. It's called Take Your Non Vaporous Apparition to Work Day. It's, it's a horror film. And okay. that's right up your alley. Okay. So, anyway, he just had those, and they just premiered at some, uh, some, um, uh, movie, you know, film festivals and stuff and so we're going to talk to him a little bit but i don't know like a couple minutes 10 15 minutes maybe talk cool. to him um and uh so that'd be fun he's actually going to come here he lives in my town so he's gonna come into the studio skull studios here 
Oh, nice. Yeah, so I better now I got to clean the damn house. <laughs> Crap. I will. Anyway, that's what we'll be doing that next week. But this week we're talking about our favorite TV dads. But be- before we get into that, Jim. Yes, sir. We got, a, we got a lot of comments this week. Okay. And I'm really excited to talk to you about some of them. Okay. I'm pins and needles. Okay, these one, this, this one comes – these two – Two and a half come from Facebook. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, first one, uh, our 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 uh, our our super couple that listens to us, Tony and Rhonda. Um, they're they're disappointed the Sandlot and Christmas Vacation weren't on our list uh, for <laughs> movie soundtracks. Which I agree with Sandlot, you know, because Stan, uh, Stan, uh, uh, you know, it's got one of my favorite summer songs. You know, um, America the Beautiful by you know by Ray Charles and stuff, but like. I, I just I, I had to I had to put some I just it I couldn't put the whole thing in there. I already had Forrest Gump in there and I had uh you know, all these other ones, so that's why I didn't put it on there. But I agree, it's a great soundtrack. Christmas Vacation, I can only think of two songs or one song, Holiday Road, and the other ones are just Christmas yeah. songs, you know. And not and there's a place for that, I think. But uh anyway, that's why they're not on there. Jim, do you have anything to say about those two? Um yeah, Holiday Road. What was uh I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the original vacation. The original vacation, I don't know, but Christmas vacation just says holiday road, and then it has the Christmas songs, you know. Here yeah, comes and Santa I think Claus. you. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. right. Thank you. Yeah. What's your good? What was the? What's the Christmas song that he's that's playing while he's listening or he's watching the old film reels? That's a great Christmas. Oh, that's song. a great Christmas song. It's um, oh crap, and I'm sure someone will correct us, and I'll find it after. But that yeah, you're right. That is when he's watching, he's crying in the attic. <laughs> I'm sure we talked about that during our Christmas I'm movies. I'm sure actually, it's one of the but... best scenes of the movie. Yeah, yeah it but... is. It is. Um, also, uh, Tony also bro- uh, branched off from his wife and said these two. He said Detroit Rock City had a great soundtrack and Last Action. Oh. Yeah, and Last Action Hero. And I agree. Those those had great soundtracks. I forgot about those two, actually. I so... totally – yeah. Detroit Rock City is a great movie. That's I a totally fun movie. I about that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so then a couple other people commented <laughs> – I'll, I'm not going to name them names um, because they're all a little upset with you and I that Top Gun was left off the list. <laughs> nah, I stand by it. I stand by my two. I, I, I'm I, sorry. I, yes, I, I get there's you know more than two songs on there that people know, you know, but I'm, I'm sticking with mine. Uh, Top Gun, it, it didn't, uh, no, it's just not, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't take the cake for me. It, it doesn't for me. I mean, uh, what it had, uh, obviously, Danger Zone. We forgot about Take My Breath Away that's on it. That's what I was trying to remember the name of it last week. There's that one. And actually, you know what? The the Righteous Brothers song, You've Lost That Love and Feeling. Yeah. Which is the only song I've ever karaoke in my life. Right. And, to and to that's me. Right. You sang it to me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that wasn't even on the original soundtrack. It oh. was on a, on a re-release of the soundtrack. Ah, see? And that's probably the best song in the whole movie. Right. And this is why people need to listen to us because we know our stuff. And Jim, you just dropped some knowledge on these people. Boom. Boom. Anyway, we love our listeners. No, Thank I respect you. that though. I respect yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, it just didn't make my list. Well, the one one person I will name by name that that <laughs> reached out to me after um, I let you just go on and on about why Top Gun will will not be on your list <laughs> is our friend, our listener friend Zach, and he. <laughs> He sent me a message and said, "Man, Jim really bust my balls over over Top Gun." <laughs> 
And he, yeah, you did. And I, I said, yeah, I'll just let him go and dig his own grave on that one. But uh, no, Zach, we really appreciate you listening. We actually love the fact that you're a listener. And uh, Top Gun has its place, just not in the hearts of Jim and I. Is that fair, Jim? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I did own this on CD at one point. Awesome. I had the soundtrack. Well, there you, you know, go. It's, there you go. it's not like I hate the soundtrack. No. I'm just saying... Um, just wasn't on my top Just list. Not your That's thing. Fine. Not your thing. Yeah. You know I what? I respect that. That it's his. Yeah. And I'm, well, he listens. I I apologize. <laughs> let's go to the positive comments. All right. <laughs> let's, let's Are there on. any? Yes, comments? there is. Uh, the same man, listener Zach. He did say. He says listening to your show is like hanging out with your friend. Like he's like he feels like he's one of our friends. Just hanging out with us, listening to us talk, and that was That's awesome. That was one of the nicest comments I've ever heard. I, I, that was awesome. And so, thank you. And that's what that's what we hope to do. Is just because this is what we do. We we would sit here and talk anyway. Most people don't want to sit with us while we're doing this. <laughs> you know, that's why we do it on the phone like this. But uh, yeah, so thank you for that, Zach. Um, uh, listener uh, Leanne uh, said, uh, "Great episodes on soundtracks." exclamation point I, I like to say the exclamation points um that's so crazy wicker park is also in my top five too she said yeah there you go uh her other fours are her other four are footloose dirty dancing mm-hmm. and she put in parentheses typical 80s girl <laughs> uh the truth about cats and dogs and the bride of chucky which those are two that wow. i even yeah i have to look those up and she and um she says i definitely need to listen to the garden state soundtrack she I've actually haven't even seen the movie yet, but I lo- oh. I do love the Carey brothers who are on that soundtrack, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, Carey brothers, yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, well, go ahead, listen to it. It's great, and it's a great movie, too, so check it out. Um, she said, keep up the cool info and the fun banter. Love the show. Thank you, Leanne. That's a nice. That's that was really very nice. nice. Yeah. Um, we already talked about Zach and how much he hates you. <laughs> um, uh, the Deuce, uh, the Deuce, and I believe this is, they're a podcast, and um, they, uh, their podcast is really cool. If you check it out, it's called the Deuces Podcast. It, like, um, pr- like uh, possessive deuce, the Deuces, and um, they do, they do sh- a show on only sequels of movies. <laughs> it's a actually a really cool concept. I've listened to one episode. It's really funny. It's really good. So check those guys out. But he he commented on um. Our sitcoms episode that we did a while back, and he said this mm-hmm. this episode is so Raven. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I love that. I love that. And um, deadly accurate, who I believe he commented last week too. He's been listening to all our shows because he came back to me with the the after school snacks one he listened to, and he said toaster strudels. Which I love toaster strudels, but oh, that was more of a man. breakfast thing for me. I don't know about you. It was it was a breakfast thing for me, but I do love Toaster Strudels. Those are good. Um, he also went back and listened to our first episode, our Bill Murray episode, and I always get a little scared when people listen to that episode because it's horrible. Yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> he said Bill Murray's scene in Coffee and Cigarettes is really good, but he's like not not sure if that's worthy of being on the top five. But um, I haven't seen that movie actually, so I, I haven't either. Actually, I'll have to check it out because he he recommends it. So. Um, uh, we also got an email, Jim. We don't get many emails, but we did get one from uh, David Weaver, and he was talking about our Nintendo game episode. I, mean, I loved that episode, by the way, when we talked about old school NES games. Yeah. Um, and he said Pitfall and North and South were really good games. And then I was like, Pitfall? I remember there was Pitfall for Atari and Super Pitfall yeah. for Super Nintendo, but sure enough, there was a Pitfall for NES. I looked it up. I didn't know that. In this game, North and South, I didn't know hardly anything about it. But I looked it up and stuff, and it seems cool, but I'd never heard of that game, ever. 
but he recommends it. So for those old school Nintendo fans, check out those two games. So thanks, David, for the email on that one. Um, and uh, before we get into a couple other things, uh, Jim, that's all our comments for the week, I believe. Oh, I got a couple more about our um, lists that we're about to talk about. We'll wait to the end on that on our favorite TV dads. Um, but, uh, oh, uh, we are now in almost all the states. There's only 10 more states in the United States that we have not had a listener from. We're up to 40 Okay. Now. Okay. And, and, th- and we're in 33 different countries around the world. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, um, but yeah, so that's all the, that's all the, the business that we have for the top of the show. But, uh, Jim, how's your, how's your week? Your week's kind of just started. What, uh, how was your weekend? I should say. Uh, my weekend, what did we do? We had a high hopes. We didn't really do any of it. Nice. Um, took my wife's car to the shop. Um, did a lot of yard work. That, that was a true story. And, oh, nice. um, <laughs> Watch some movies. I mean, we we just kind of chilled. We didn't do a whole lot. We have a lot planned, and the weekend's coming up, so we're just trying to like relax when we we're able to relax. But we watched uh, rented some from the Red Box. We watched um, the Black Coat's Daughter. It's like a scary movie with Emma Roberts, and it's really awful. And then we oh. watched <laughs> uh, Don't Don't Waste Your Dollar Sixty. And then we watched um, The Founder. Oh, about McDonald's. What'd you think? I really want to see it. We liked it a lot. All right. And yeah, it's, it's worth watching. Michael Keaton, right? It plays the the main guy in that. Yeah, yeah, the guy who, um, sort of Mark Zuckerberg to the owners of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, you will. He was, was not the creator <laughs> of McDonald's, <laughs> no. but no. definitely benefited from the the creation itself. So, and uh, the family uh, did not. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry to bring everyone down. Um, yeah, right. But enjoy your chicken nuggets. Um, yeah, don't want to ruin it for you, but the Titanic also sank. Oh, uh, what? What? I need a moment. I mean, go back and watch it. Uh, I can't. I can't make it through. Fall asleep. <laughs> um, yo, that's cool. Uh, we had uh, we had a good weekend. We had um, we had uh, some baseball games, and we had some. Uh, some craziness. Oh, after our our soundtrack soundtrack episode, um, I was talking so much about the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. My wife wanted to actually watch it, so I got to finally show her the first movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, mm-hmm. and she liked it a lot. And so that I'm now we can go see hopefully and get her to go see the second one with me. So that's good. We did that, and then uh, Fletcher had a baseball game last night. My son, not to toot his my own horn on this one, but toot toot, he. <laughs> Hit the game-winning RBI last night. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Knocked him in. The kids won one nothing. <laughs> it was a it was a pitcher's duel. You know that pitching machine was rough on those kids last <laughs> night. And uh, and uh, but it was a yeah. So it was a fast-paced game. But yeah, he got a hit and he hit, hit the winning run in. It was awesome. I, I it was that's pretty cool. I didn't, awesome. at the time I didn't really react because I'm the coach on the team. So it's like I don't try not to show favoritism to the kid. But then as I was thinking about it more today, I'm like. Hey, that was really cool. My kid actually, I don't think I've ever, in you know, my years of baseball, I've never hit the winning run in, ever. <laughs> like, I, I don't hit many runs in, ever. So that's, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. So we were, I was proud of him. I was very happy about it. So, but that's been our week. Um, uh, but Jim, I got kind of a cool, bunch of cool things going on this week coming up. Well, one cool thing. This okay, Friday, okay. I talked about this before on our show. This this weekend is the big uh, Grandma's Marathon. It's called. It's one of the biggest marathons in the country. Um, it used to be. It used to be like in the top ten of marathons, but now there's so many marathons everywhere 
that um, it's dropped, but still in the top 20 marathons in the, in the whole country. And um, they have this big celebration, of course. On Friday night before the marathon, is, uh, have, they have a concert, and it's Everclear. There's so much for the Afterglow uh, tour is coming. And we're oh, going nice. and they're in Vertical Horizon and Fastball are with them. And so it's a total 90s, like I'm geeking out about it. And so my wife and I are going Friday night and uh, we're really excited. So That's awesome. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, Jim, name us another song by Fastball. That's not the one that everyone knows. Is that My Way? Yeah, th- that's not, uh, yeah, not that one. I think I even remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the only one I know yeah, by Yeah, that's the only one I know. But I, I, I do like Vertical Horizon and Everclear quite a bit. So it's, it's going to be good. What's the other song that Vertical Horizon sang? Um, I only know the one. The 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 the, the... See, wherever you will go. Sure, there's that one. There's a. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm mixing them up with the Everclear songs. I'm like, no, there's that's Everclear. No, that, the Santa Monica, that's Everclear. I don't know. You know what? It'll be great. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jim, before we get into our topic, all right? Unless you got something uh-huh. else to say, what you got? Anything big plans for the week? Uh, no. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, oh, I did just find out, and I talked to you, I texted you, our good friend Ben is coming to visit me in a couple weeks. Oh, dear in Lord. August, and um, I'm a little scared. You should be scared. I'm a scared. I, told, I think I told you, tell the world my story, <laughs> because yeah. I don't think I'm going to make it through the weekend. Uh, ben <sighs> likes to have a, a good time, to say the least. The very least. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, careful now i think he listens to our show so be nice i'm just i'm just saying (laughs) you might want to start warming up now that's all i'm saying i know i i definitely i'm out of i'm out of uh get my game weight here i gotta get right right right. um but i'll I'll work on it and uh if we never do a show after august uh, 13th you'll know why I have passed on. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, but I, I wanted to talk about this this week, Jim. It's a little sad news, I know, but we have to talk about it because it's near and dear to our hearts. And I know everyone's been talking about it. It happened a couple days ago, but Adam West, the original, oh. Bat- the original Batman, well, original TV Batman, I should say, um, passed away. And uh, that one, it went, that one hurt. You know, these celebrities pass away, and they, everyone passes away. You know, but sometimes one does, and you're just like, ah, that one sucks. Yeah, and this was one, uh, Jim. What do you have to say about Adam West? I mean, it, I didn't. I it really caught me off guard, and um, I I just remember being a kid watching the original show, and my mom hated it. She hated that cheesy live action pow bang, and I just loved it. Right. And then from then on, I've always loved Batman. I've even the the original show. So it's yeah, it sucked. It sucked. Yeah. And I looked. I was looking up pictures of Adam West to post. You know. Yeah. And uh, my wife and I were sitting here at the computer. I was looking him up, and he was an extremely good-looking man when he was younger. Dashing, like if I would, if just dashing say. is a yeah. is a great word to describe him. When he was, I would say when he was what probably in his thirties, uh, he was a very dashing young man. Yeah, he was. He was a good-looking dude, and he was a good-looking dude as Bruce Wayne back in the show from the sixties. You know, yeah. Um, you know, and you mentioned the campy, you know, like anything that's campy, goofy now, like, like we no people don't like it, but Batman in the like original Star Trek, like people like let it 
like they they still think that's still great. It's okay that it's goofy and 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 stuff because people let it slide because I don't know, maybe it's the original thing. I don't know. But I still watch it. I watched the this week I watched the I have it on DVD on Blu-ray in fact. Batman the movie, the original Adam West Batman. It was like the pilot of that oh, series. Yeah. And um I still like it. And it is it is like total 60s cheesy, you know, stuff, but like it's it's great, and if there was no Adam West, there would have never, you know, we wouldn't have gotten Michael Keaton later on, and all oh, these yeah. other guys, and 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 so, I, you know, I I I don't know, I didn't know Adam West personally, obviously, but I miss him, I miss that, I miss, he was great, is Mayor Adam West on Family Guy, you know, like he's just great, you know, <laughs> so that's a sad one. So our thoughts are with his family, of course, and. uh and uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say without rambling on. I, I, it's just a hard one to take. So, you, you say something, Jim. <laughs> so it's a hard I, transition. <laughs> yeah, right. thanks for that one, there, yeah. uh, Matt Lauer. Thanks yeah, for setting me yeah, up on yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, let's just let's try to uh, move on. How about this one? I'm sure Adam West was a father. Yes, yes, and Jim, Father's and Day. And that leads is us up. to our show. Yes, Father's Day is coming up. I'm very excited. I. Uh, I am father, and uh, Jim, you uh, you are about to be a father, so this I is exciting. So next mm-hmm. next Father's Day, you get to have the joy of having your son with you on Father's Day. So that's really exciting. Yes, yes, so, yes. So that's what we so we decided we got to do our favorite TV dads, and um, uh, not I didn't pick memorable dads because there's some deadbeat dads on TV. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but there's some questionable ones, which I think could spark some debate here, which would be fun. But uh, we just went with our favorite TV dads, and it was. I say we just get right into it, Jim. Yeah, um, a lot of mine are on the questionable side of things. So of let's course. go ahead and uh, dive right into it. Because this. you're a morbid man. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, and I'll start. I'll start because you started last week, I believe. So I'll go ahead. Okay. And mine, I'm going to get my 80s pick right out, out of the way right now. Okay? Okay. I went with uh, Stephen Keaton of Family Ties. Oh, okay. Um, of course, this show was on when I was very young, but I, I watched Family Ties – uh, in reruns forever and I think it's still on like those like Antenna TV or Me TV like you can still watch him and stuff um, but I always thought Steve, Stephen Keaton was the coolest guy such a cool guy what a great beard too he had a great beard um, but uh, of course he's the he's the father of Alex P. Keaton Mallory and Jennifer and Andrew on, on Family Ties and um, he, uh, he was the station manager or like a general manager type thing of a of like a it would be like PBS but it was for in Columbus Ohio that was like no was it yeah, really yeah so that was kind of cool um but uh you know it's it's it was interesting because you know him and his wife on the show uh they Elise I think or yeah Elise Keaton um you know they're father of these four kids but they're growing up in the 80s in like the Ronald Reagan 80s where everything's about making money and and Republicans were running strong there you know like and the um, Steve, and, Steve and Elise were hippies, leftover hippies from the 60s, you know. So they kind of had more of a free-loving attitude. and But they're so drastically different than their kids who, like, of course, Michael J. Fox's character, Alex, was just so, like, he loved um, – he idolized President Nixon. He loved Ronald Reagan. <laughs> he loved Wall Street. He loved all that stuff. And, um, and um, their daughter, Mallory, was so into, like, shopping in the malls and, you know, that kind of – that kind of stuff, and then their their daughter Jennifer was a big tomboy, you know. So very different than the 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 the, the parents, but it's so cool on how Stephen Stephen could even he could still talk to his kids, let them walk their you know go out in their own path, but like still able to 
talk to him and not just say, well, this is how we did in the 60s. He was just, like, able to adapt with them and they were to adapt to him. And, I don't know, he's just a really nice guy. It's just, I just liked it. I, lo- I thought he was great. Um, and, th- and that beard, Jim. The beard. Great beard. No? World-class beard. World-class. Um, but, yeah, in, in, you know, he would say, you know, you kids, you don't always have to follow in your footsteps, and that's okay. That's why I always thought it was just cool because, you know, we've all been there with a, a parent, you know, your dad, like, you know, you could tell he doesn't like or like certain things you're doing, you know, like, and, but, you know, he was like, yeah, it's not the way I did it, but that's okay. You know, he's still my kid. I love him for whatever he does. And so I, I just think he was a really cool, really cool dad. So I don't have a whole lot on them. Obviously, people know the show. If you don't, go back and watch it. It's great. But uh, I don't know. Steve, Steve and Keaton, you're a world-class guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's mine. So, um, You know, I used to watch that show when I was a kid. But, gosh, it's probably been – Yeah. I mean, it's probably been close to 30 years since I've seen an episode. Yeah, I haven't watched it a lot uh, in a long time. Um, I think this Christmas, you know, because I, I, one of my favorite things at Christmas is to go back and watch Christmas episodes of TV shows. And so I watched the Christmas episodes of Family Ties. Not good episodes, by the way. but uh, So I started watching a couple more <laughs> Family Ties again. That was the first time I watched it in a long time. But, yeah, he's just a really cool guy. And I like that he had a different job. He wasn't the, he wasn't the guy who, you know, went and worked at the, at the steel mill. Or, you know, he was a guy who was a station manager at a radio st- or a, tv station which is really cool because you know jim and i both we worked for tv i actually worked for public tv for a while you know so it's it's a really cool really cool thing so that's all i got man <laughs> well well uh if you could choose the exact opposite of him what tv dad would that be why is that who you were gonna that's choose? who i picked okay. for my number five all right who is it the, the polar opposite would be Al Bundy. Oh, he's not a good father. <laughs> no, he is not. But that wasn't a stipulation. I know, I know. The stipulation was their favorite TV dads, oh. and I love Al Bundy because I believe... Oh, he's so good. I believe that inside every dad or husband is not hopefully a tiny fraction, and I mean like 5% of Al Bundy. Some people have a, a lot of Al Bundy, but there's always that little bit of that cynicism and that anger and that just annoyance that you have with the people around you. <laughs> and and Al Bundy will take that little 5% that you've got and, and you, you can just relate to everything he's saying because it's either something you've thought or want to say, probably hopefully have never actually said. But, but you just want, you can relate to him and you just, even if you won't admit it, you know exactly where he's coming from. Yeah, you're right. That's all yeah. I'm saying. That's no. all I'm saying. So, yeah. so, okay, so the show ran on Fox, and I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid. No, neither was I. Yeah, Because uh, when we got a Fox affiliate, um, The Simpsons was on it, and Married with Children, and In Living Color was all like the Sunday night lineup. Um, I didn't start watching Married with Children until it was running on reruns yeah. after the late night newscast when I got to be like a teenager. And I still didn't even understand everything that was going on in the show at that point. Um, but it ran from 87 to 97 on Fox. And it was their longest live action comedy. Um, and the first, uh, the first live action comedy broadcasted on their network. So it was actually like pretty monumental. I know my parents watched it and they thought it was hilarious. And I remember 
watching them laugh at things that I had no idea why it was funny. <laughs> um, but he had he had a wife Peggy, um, and she's gone on to do great things. Oh, she was in Sons of Anarchy, and yeah. she's a sin. Singer and she's she was done in, great she was for in Lost. She had an awesome spe- uh, guest role on Lost. You know, lots of lots of episodes on Lost. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she did. Um, and then her voice work, of course, in Futurama. Oh, she was in Futurama. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. She's done. She's gone on to do great things. And Ed O'Neill, who played Al Bundy, has gone on to great do great things because he's in Modern Family and uh, he does voiceovers for a lot of commercials. Another great dad, uh, by the way, Jay Pritchard in Modern Family. Not he didn't make my list. I don't know if he made yours, so I apologize. But no, he did not make mine. Okay, and he, no. he had a great cameo in uh, Wayne's World. He was the donut shop guy. Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> He was great ever, in that too. You ever, you ever stab the man in the dead of winter just to see steam rise up from his wounds? Well, do you? Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. And then uh, Kelly, obviously, was Christina Applegate, and she's had an amazing career. Uh, David Faustino is the only one who didn't, and he played Bud. He like you, you see him every once in a while on TMZ, like messing up his life, but that's really about yeah. the only thing he does. Uh, um, so, I mean, it's just this Chicago. Very middle class family. He sells shoes. I don't think Peggy has a job, um, and they just burn through all his money that he barely makes. And he lives in the past. He thinks of these four touchdowns he scored in high school in one game. Polkai, Polkai. Right. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. But he's just he's unsuccessful. He's unhappy. He hates his family. He's so cynical, but he's so funny. Like. There were these, just a couple quotes of them that I was reading through a whole list and some of them made me laugh. Uh, if you want to have great sex, the kids have to leave. If you want to, if you want, no, wait, I'm sorry. If you want to have sex, the kids have to leave. If you want it to be good, you'll have to leave. I like it. I let like that it. simmer. Um, <laughs> I'm going to let that simmer. I like, I like behind every successful man, there's a woman who didn't marry me. <laughs> and I thought that was... That was pretty good too, but I just love I love Al Bundy. I love how how dark he is, and whether you want to admit it or not, out loud, because uh, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. There's just a small fraction of you that gets it that uh-huh. that understands where he's coming from. Yeah, I think just that walk into the door from his day he's he's working and he walks in. <laughs> we've all as a as a father and husband, and even wives probably in the opposite end. We've all been there. You walk through the door and you just don't want what's on the other side of that door. You just like yeah. the dog's going crazy, the kids are going crazy, dinner has to be cooked, or the stuff has to be. You're just like, <laughs> you know, you're just done. And uh, yeah, so we've yeah. all been there. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a there was a time where that love and marriage the theme song was um, the ringtone when my wife calls me, <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah. Except when you lose your phone and you go, "Hey, honey, can you call my number so I can find my phone?" and that song plays through the house. Yeah, that's like they cool. don't find it as funny. No, as, they, they don't. As everyone else does. Oh my god. When she calls. Al Bundy. Remember his uh, his uh, no ma'am uh, credo. <laughs> no ma'am. No, their yeah. credo is Hooters, Hooters, yum yum yum. Hooters, Hooters, on a girl that's dumb. And this is the man you choose to gym down as your number five greatest TV dad. Once again, whether you want to admit it or not, a small fraction of you uh, understands that. I will say, I will say, the way he talks to the customers, the women customers at at the shoe store, uh-huh. is 
hilarious. And if you can you YouTube Al Bundy shoe store quotes and you watch like 16 minutes of him insulting these people, it's epic. <laughs> it's just epic. It really is. Yeah. I mean, you cannot you cannot find a more miserable person probably <laughs> on television. Wow. Well, yeah. I went a little more wholesome with my picks, Jim. You really did. <laughs> I did. You really did. I have one uh, on here that's a little controversial, I think. But anyway, go ahead. You got more? Do you guys? Well, no, that's got? it. That's all okay. I got on Al Bundy. I'm sure I'll take some heat for it. <laughs> no, no. But I will but, say people and, love and the that's character. Fine. Yeah. People love the character. Yeah. You, you, yes, and and yeah. That's I've I've stated it a couple times, but yes, I I love Al Bundy. I'm not Al Bundy. No. He's not a good dad. He's not a good person. But I love the character. Well, happy Father's Day, Al Bundy. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> All right. I'm going back a little more wholesome <laughs> again. Sure, sure. <laughs> My sure, number sure. four is um is a show not a lot of people are going to know. I mean, people know the name of the, the, the part of the show. Um, but I went with uh, Captain Ben Sisko of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> 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 Let my nerd out a little bit, but hear me out, Jim. <clears throat> okay, uh-huh. it's a great show. I <clears throat> it's not my favorite Star Trek show. We talked about Star Trek: Next Generation on our finale show. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, and uh, so, but it's it's a good show. I like it. I'm a big Star Trek fan. But the reason I picked him as a dad is because the the very first episode opens up with um, his wife dies. You know, and they're in a space battle, and his wife dies, and now he's left as a widower to father their their young son Jake. And so the whole series, seven seasons of the series, he he is raising his son on his own, and um, still he's still being you know the captain in the you know of this space station they're at, and going through all the you know, normal Star Trek stuff you know they they go through, but he he always has time for his kid. He teaches them the ways. He loves baseball, so he teaches them all about baseball, and they they watch holographic video of baseball games, past games, and stuff. And he so he's always there. Like if you if you go back to other Star Trek movies and shows, um, families aren't represented that well on there. And if they are, they're like not the main characters. You know, they're never really married. They don't have kids. There'll, there'll be other people on there with kids and stuff, but they don't have this one centered around a single father doing his best um, and dealing with the death of his wife and raising this kid to be a good boy and to you know to keep him out of trouble but yet still trying to do his job that he needs to do and it's it's just a great it's, he's just a great dad he's an awesome dad and uh, in you know in the very last episode you know he goes away Captain Cisco goes away and he leaves his son behind because his son is now an adult you know over 18 and he has to he has to re, he has to realize that it's time to let him go be an adult on his own. He, I can you know I don't have to be there for him every second of the day anymore. You know, and it's just it's just a great it's just a great relationship. It's a fun show to watch, of course, but it really if you if you sit and watch it and you start watching it for the relationship from between the father and the son, it's 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 awesome. It's it totally takes a different. It, it, it makes your viewing of it different when you start watching it that way instead of watching it for a Star Trek show, you know? So, huh. yeah. It's a good perspective. Yeah, it's awesome. They, there's even a scene where they go, because, <clears throat> you know, in Star Trek, they you know, they can create every, anything. And so, like I said, they create old baseball games to watch. But there's even a scene where they go to the beach and he teaches them how to water ski. Like, they do father and son things 
on a show that's not tr- traditionally a, f- a family show. Like it, it, so it's just really cool that they really concentrated on that aspect of it, and it still was an an awesome seven season series. So, yeah, there you go. There's my uh, nerd pick of the day. <laughs> no, that was good. It was uh, one I never really thought of, or would have thought of. Yeah, I um, I I I just watched some episodes the other day, and that's why it got me thinking about it. And then when we started doing this topic, I'm like, you know. He actually is a really good dad. And, you know, and I don't know what else is on your list, but a uh, single dad is a common theme in a lot of shows, you know, like mm. with sitcoms and stuff. But um, this is the single dad I picked. <laughs> like, and uh, yeah, I think it's good. So there you go. Even in the future, Ooh. there's going to be good dads. Just so you know. <laughs> it's reassuring. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I have anything else on there, but uh Yeah. It is a. It, I will say this. At the end, when it's it's a very touching moment. I remember having a moment with my dad, like when I finally was moving on, moving out and stuff, to have that moment where, like, because I was the the third of three kids, and so it's like you can just see it in his eyes, like, oh, this is my last son. And it's like I've done my job. Now you go out into the world, and it's a really it's a really cool moment in the show. So I, I huh. of course, have disappointed my father of how I turned out, but uh, you know. <laughs> 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 all right all right before tom starts crying um uh jim why don't you go on with your your number four um my number four is again you could argue here we go but he's probably <laughs> not a great father but much more light-hearted than al bundy okay and i think most people will agree with me i went with homer simpson yeah that's that's a good one jim I knew okay. you were going to put this one on. Yeah, I had to. I have to. He's not a bad dad. He's not a bad dad. He's just an idiot. Right. <laughs> There's a difference. He just doesn't know any better. Um, yes, he's a drunk, um, but in a very comedic way. He's not He's not abusing anyone. He's just drinking and passing out. Uh-huh. Um, he's, he's done some really great things for his family. He, he brought home Santa's little helper. He jumped the Springfield Gorge so Bart didn't have to. Um, he he clearly is doing a good job of raising his three children because they haven't aged in 20 years. Right, yeah. I don't know what so, there is in that water there. The nutrition level in Springfield is through the roof, clearly. Phenomenal. Um, he's just... He, he wasn't the focal point of that show when, uh, when it was on the Tracy Ullman show, and for the first few years it was all Bart. And I think they realized that Homer was such a great character that they really branched him out more and more through the years. And I would say if he isn't the most um, liked character on the show, he's probably second only to Bart. I would, I mean, of course, everyone's got their own opinion and people are really serious with their Simpson topics. Yes. But um, I would say the show is about Homer. And yeah. and then his family. Like it's not even about Bart anymore. I agree with you. The first two three seasons, it was all about Bart. Yeah. Uh, remember, do the Bartman uh, song? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's all about Homer. It's Homer show, and then everyone just is the supporting cast. Yes, that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the first episode I saw it was in season one. It was like I mentioned when we I saw Married with Children is when we first got Fox um, in my hometown, and it was season one where Bart gets the spy camera. He orders it out of a magazine. And I remember uh, my mom babysat some kids in the neighborhood, and we like crowded around the TV and watched that 
because we had heard the hype of the Simpsons and we watched that episode. That was the first one I ever saw. And that was, I don't remember what, 1992 or something like that. I don't know. Um, but I mean, I love the Simpsons and when FXX does their, uh, entire Simpson run from beginning to end and it takes them like a week and a half to get through. It's, it's incredible. You can, we'll, we'll have, we'll do a Simpsons episode eventually, but when, when you jump on those, um, I don't know, maybe season four or five when Conan O'Brien was writing for him. I'm not sure what season span that was, but in that early to mid nineties range, I mean, you couldn't go wrong with the Simpsons episode. Mm. It was, oh man, those were, those ones were so classic. Yeah. It's a great show. So, and it's still, you know, I mean, how long now has it been? 22, 23 seasons or something. I mean, it's forever. Or is it more than that now? Um, I think it's more than that now. Uh, let me see here. I thought I jotted it down real quick. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, That's a good pick. He is, you know, he does have some redeeming qualities. He is a good dad. He doesn't like Bart, he but he really loves his daughter and his in 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 Maggie. You know, <laughs> so um, and he's yeah, he does some good things for the family, but he, yeah, he's just an idiot. <laughs> he's just an idiot. He loves his family. Um, yeah, him, he and Bart always have this conflict going or whatever, and that's the funny part of the show. But he does good things for his family. He loves his wife. He hates his sister-in-laws. Right. It's a great show. Yeah. And uh, he's a he's a good uh, – he's one of my favorite TV dads, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Um, a couple quotes from uh, Mr. Simpson, and this is, this, this is his parenting style, and I can sort of get behind this. Um, you tried your best. You failed miserably. The lesson is never try. <laughs> Put it on a bumper sticker. Oh God! Right next to your Tom is Tom is mean to Jim bumper sticker. <laughs> oh man, I like that. I like that. All right. Well, is that it for Homer Simpson? Sir? That's that's it. I I love Homer Simpson. I love the Simpsons. I haven't honestly. I don't watch new episodes anymore. No, neither do I. And I haven't in probably a decade. But um, it was a show that I grew up on and uh, has a special place in my heart. No, first, very special boy. Special boy. <laughs> All right. Well, my my number three, Jim, and I I think you might have this one on your list, and it might be higher. So I'm apologizing now. Um, okay. And mine is to, uh, you know if you take him at just for what you see him as on the show, you think he doesn't like his children. <laughs> um, <laughs> and mine is Red Foreman. Nice. <laughs> well, that's pick. a show. And uh, I know Jim, you you can see your dad a lot in Red Foreman and My my father is Red Foreman. <laughs> and yeah. uh, there's a lot of qualities of Red Foreman that are also that also share my dad shares with. Uh, and so Red Foreman is great. Yes, he on the surface looks like he absolutely hates his children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or his son Eric anyway. He like he loves his daughter. <laughs> you know. But uh, but he does he does he's really he's a really good dad to Eric on the show and actually a really good dad to Eric's friends he's a good father figure to them and yeah. um, that's where I relate my dad to because my dad absolutely hated he would he probably didn't but he absolutely seemed to hate all when my friends were always over and and all this stuff but my to this day my friends still say how much they love my dad <laughs> and I'm like he just told you go away all the time They're like what. His favorite thing was like, come back when you can't stay so long. That's what my dad was. He still says that to people. And, and like my friend, I have a friend, he'd be like, I haven't seen you in years. <laughs> and uh, 
he goes, that doesn't matter. Come back when you can't stay so long, you know. <laughs> but, um, no, Red Foreman's great. His favorite thing, Jim, is to call his son what? A dumbass. A dumbass. And I love saying that <laughs> to people. My dad's favorite thing is a little different. He calls people a rattle ass, which I don't even know what that is. Um, <laughs> uh, but, oh, Red Foreman's great. Yeah, he is rough on the surface but he actually uh, he does do a lot of things uh, he tries to teach Eric lessons with some tough love but he does teach him a lot of different things and and um, Eric does appreciate his dad you know he does he bails him out once in a while with stupid things he calls him on his BS though too at the same time which is which is a good your dad shouldn't be your friend it should be your dad so that's that's what True. red is and um, but I love it red you know he loves his wife hates the neighbors doesn't want his children to bother him. I mean, this is just classic dad stuff. It's like the car. <laughs> he hates his family. Loves the car. Loves the car. Loves the car. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of stuff, obviously. I mean, that 70s show is a great show. Absolutely love it. Uh, you talked about it in our sitcoms episode a lot. Um, another thing he also likes is to uh, threaten Eric with, he always says he's going to put a foot in his ass. <laughs> Which is because he claims he did that to someone's ass in Iwo Jima back because he's a military man, and uh, <laughs> I always said that. But his, uh, yeah, I love his tough, his tough, no nonsense father like stuff is great. Um, of course, he favors his daughter, which but she's got you know she's the worst one. Eric's a good kid. The daughter's bad, but she, the dad doesn't see that you know, which is good. Yeah. Um, and then later on, you know, after Eric, the the yeah. Uh, What's his name? Topher Grace, the guy who plays Eric, left the show. They brought in some other guys. And uh, Randy Pearson, which plays by Josh Myers, is in the final season. And uh, he's Hyde's new friend. Um, but uh, Red really likes him. And he specifically likes him because he's the polar opposite of his son, Eric. He's a- he's masculine, <laughs> crafty, and not at all obsessed with Star Wars. <laughs> which which comes... Which actually, later on, you find out Randy does really like Star Wars. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so he's good. He's a good dad and father figure to these kids. These kids hang out at their house because he allows, he gives them a safe place to hang out, you know. And uh, yeah, he, you know, and he he catches hide on stuff. He calls him out on it. He, you know, and and everyone. And uh, and at one episode, you know, Eric dated Donna forever on the show. And um, there was an episode I think early on where the parents are saying something bad about Eric. You know, Donna's parents are saying something bad about Eric, and and Red stood up to him, you know, and really defended his son, even though the whole yeah. show he calls him a dumbass and all this stuff. So, yeah, he does have some great qualities. He's one of the funniest characters on TV, and definitely one of the best dads. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, my favorite thing, favorite thing that he said isn't even to to Eric. It was um, to Kitty when she just walks in the kitchen and she goes, "Red, do you think I'm smart?" He goes, oh, is that what we're going to do today? We're going to fight? Yeah. <laughs> that, is <the> best. <laughs> that is the best. Oh, that's great. <laughs> is that what we're going to do? We're going to fight? I think you've texted that to me when I've said something to you. It's like, really? We're going to fight today? Uh, Red, uh, Red always says that um, he's hard on Eric because he's his job is to prepare Eric for the real world. And he stated that, He's, he's, I'm, I'm trying to make you a man, Eric. What you're not. <laughs> and he, he said, Red once told Eric, "I love you," but he was drugged after a visit to the dentist. So we're not sure if he really meant it. <laughs> so, oh, God. Uh, but yeah, it's, he's a great, it's a great dad. It, 
you know, I love when he catches them trying to party or sneak beer in the house and stuff. It's just classic dad stuff. You just got yeah, yeah. You just gotta love it. So, oh man. All right. Well, what do you, what else you got on Red? Anything, Jim? Um, no. I mean, I love that show and I love his character. Um, I can relate a lot to Eric. Eric being Eric, <laughs> right. having a dad like Red Foreman. I can, I can just, I just love that show. And then my mom is Kitty Foreman, so uh, I always related to to Eric in that show quite a bit. Right. Did you, I love how he always calls his Fez, Fez that foreign kid. Like he never yeah. <laughs> say his name. And I think he would call Kel, Kelso Kettlehead because Kelso is so stupid. <laughs> so yeah, I always nicknamed, that's what my dad is the same way. Like, yeah, I always had a nickname for somebody like, cause he didn't want to remember anyone's name, you know? So I think your dad and my dad would get along, Jim. Probably. 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 All right. Well, what's, what's your number three? My number three, um, ah, man, I, I had to put him on my list. Oh, boy. And it's going to be a pretty controversial pick. It better not be who I think it is. It's going to be. Okay. He's not a good dad. <laughs> who do you, who no, do you think go, it is? Go, go, go. This is your show. It's your show. Do what you want. My number three is Cliff Huxtable. Oh, I thought you were going with Walter White. <laughs> No. Okay, well, well I, no. I know. No. Uh, Cliff Huxtable. You know, wait, before we do that, I'm going, at the end of the show, we had some people who put out their, um, who they should pick, and one person, Aiden, reached, reached out on Twitter and just said, not Bill Cosby. <laughs> yes. So, Bill Cosby is allegedly a piece of shit. Yeah. The jury's out. They're deliberating for two days right now. I don't know what it's going to be tomorrow, uh, whether he's going to be charged for three counts of indecent assault on this woman, which, in my opinion, he did. I just can't say that because apparently this is the one thing I'm towing the line legally on our show. Right. Um, but, yes, Bill Cosby is a piece of shit. Well, but, but besides all that, Jim, go ahead. But, I, didn't, I didn't put him on my list because of the controversy, but yes. go ahead because – Go ahead. Just go ahead. But you cannot deny right. that The Cosby Show was an amazing show, and Cliff Huxtable was an amazing dad in that show. I mean, the, I grew up watching it. I loved him. I loved his family. Um, and I'm totally separating myself from the character that we're doing the show on, yeah. Best TV Dads, from the person that Bill Cosby is today. Right. I mean, because... Yeah, who knows what any of these people in their real life have done. You're right. Right. As a character, you know, and now I'm kicking myself for leaving them off because I was placing real-life situations in my head about it. But the show it, the show was all about his relationship with his family. It was about yeah. him, and it was a great relationship with his family. <laughs> yes. So. And, I mean, it, it's not like if he would have drugged Theo's girlfriends – it would have been a different scenario. He may have done that off the set, you know, away I'm from. I'm sure yeah, he did. But... Off set. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right. But the fact remains that I love the Cosby show. Uh-huh. Um, Cliff Huxtable is an ideal father on the show. Yeah. Um, how he raises Rudy, um, his interactions with Theo, that the scene in the episode where they're playing Monopoly. And he's taken his money away from him. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Where like Theo thinks he can be an adult and go on his own and he starts you can have a girlfriend and he takes all of his money. Takes the rest that's of like, the money, yeah. That's such 
Yeah. Oh man, it's such a great, great scene and one of the best episodes of that entire show. Yeah. I remember when I was in college, I obviously I, t- I took a lot of broadcasting stuff, and um, one of the classes we had to take was uh, a minor. Uh, minorities in mass media and it was like on focused on shows like the cosby show and and how uh, pivotal it was and how pivotal um bill cosby was at the time for black actors and how he structured that show and he made um their jobs he brought he he made them make him a doctor and his wife a lawyer originally they were going to be very blue collar and she was an electrician and i can't remember what his job was going to be but it was very working class and he was like no we're going to be well off. That's the way our family's going to be in the show. Right. And it, it was, I mean, it, it really was a landmark show and he was a, a great father in it. You're right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's no denying that. I mean, there's I, absolutely I, no denying that. Um, and it, you know, I, I'd argue if, if they made him the, like, like everyone else, like the blue collar mom and dad, this show would not have been as memorable as it was. No, nope. Because I think it 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 set a bar for a lot of people in in real life, and it set a bar for other shows and how how a good a good way you can live, a good way you can sh- represent a family on TV, you know. So yes, yep. And at that time, that show ran from eighty four to ninety two, and in, in that time frame, you didn't see a lot of prominent black families on television. No. And um, Bill Cosby changed that. Uh, and it, and that's still reflected in TV today. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on he was on shows before he did the Cosby, Cosby Show. He was I think he was the first leading black actor in a show. It was a cop drama. I can't remember what it was off oh, the top of my head. Oh, the one with uh, uh, what's his name? Culp with the one with uh, yep. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? It's not Spy versus Spy. I, I, Is it Spy versus Spy? It might have been Spy, Spy versus Yeah, I think, or anyway, yeah, sorry. I don't remember. Yeah. So, I mean, he was groundbreaking for television. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I'm separating myself from the person, I say he is today, but really with the, the lawsuits, he has been his entire career, honestly. Right. Because um, I think the charges against him go back to people decades ago. But regardless, uh, great show. He's a great character to five children on the show. Um, although do you ever think it's weird that the actors he worked with have to call him Mr. Huxtable or uh, Mr. Cosby? They all call him Mr. Cosby. The, really? Yeah. Like all the kids, like the girl who played um, Rudy and like Raven Simone, all those kids still call him Mr. Cosby. They have to. That's so Raven. I, I think it, um, I think that's so Raven of them. I think it was his rule on set. Like they, they oh. cannot call him Bill. Oh, I didn't know which that. I think is really bizarre. That's awkward. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't hear that. I never heard that one. Um, a couple of my favorite things on the show. Um, one is not really is father related. Well, he's husband father related, but it's a, it's a Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. It's one of the funniest. And now he can't see it because they don't have it on Netflix anymore and and stuff, you know. But it's one of the best. It's probably if we. I mean, if we ever did a favorite Thanksgiving episode, not a lot of shows have good Thanksgiving episodes, but this is my favorite one. And it's it's bad weather outside. And Claire keeps sending him out to get more things. She needs more eggs, or she needs sugar, or or flour, or whatever. And and the kids forget something outside, and so he has to keep going out in the weather. And he as he every time he comes back in, he's wore wet, his trench coat's all soaked, got leaves all <laughs> over him. And it's the looks he would have on his face would say everything. He wouldn't have any dialogue on the show. He just had that look on his face. <laughs> and it was just it's one of the funniest episodes. It's it's so hard for me to explain. And I can't tell people to go watch it. Maybe YouTube it. Maybe it's on there. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that and then I loved when because yeah, you had five kids of all age. I mean, they're wide range of age, and some would move out, get married. And then someone moved back in and stuff. And every time yeah. they moved back yeah. in, he had the best thing. He's like, no, no, you are gone now. You don't move back in. And then he, I remember he even had a scene with Claire. just like, maybe we just move out and have them take over the house. You know, like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a great pick. I, You know, all that other Thank crap you. aside, it's a great pick. He's one of the best TV dads ever. Um, so, he is. He yeah, is. His yeah. character is. Um, I love the episode where um, Theo wants that really expensive designer shirt and Denise makes it for him, like recreates it. And like the the sleeve is like seven inches too long and one of them, the other side's too short and the buttons don't match up. And and when he's telling his dad he wants to go buy the shirt, uh, Cliff says, no 14-year-old boy should have a $95 shirt unless he's on stage with his four brothers. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that's a great line. And oh, then, that's a uh, great line. I think my favorite thing, the um, favorite thing is quote from a show is, uh, "Women don't want to hear what you think. Women want to hear what they think in a deeper voice." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, his relationship, especially with with uh, Theo, you know, the only other guy in the house, he had some great stuff with Theo. Like it was. Yeah, that's yes. a, a good show. I wish we could yeah, still the, see it because I would still watch it. And I guess I, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to get into it because someone might say, oh, then you're supporting him. I don't know. I'm, I'm supporting the show, I guess. But yes. uh, I would still like to watch it. It's a great show. and It is. Yeah. And the coming of age um, lessons that he teaches Theo oh, are great. just priceless. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Good pick, Jim. That's a wholesome pick. That is not. Uh, no, that was a wholesome pick. That's not Al Bundy. <laughs> No, the rest of mine are pretty wholesome. Oh, good, good, good. All right, well, any more on Cliff Huxtable? Nothing on Cliff Huxtable. Yeah. Huxtable residence. Remember, that's how they answered the phone. Huxtable yeah. residence. Uh, my yeah, dog... I still answer the phone that way. Hold on. My dog's dying in the... Hey! Jesus. Hey, shush! Shush! Oh, yeah, this is great radio. Um... Hey, Eddie, I think the dog's choking on a bone. Oh, he got it up. All right, go upstairs. All right, he's going I Maybe just love how I leave all table. this. I leave all this shit in too, so people can just hear my dog dying in the back. There's <sighs> gonna be animal control at my door in about twenty minutes. All right. Anyway, uh, is it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> what number are we on? Oh, f- number two, Jim. Two, two. All right. My number two. Uh, this one's gonna. This one's gonna tug at your heart a little bit, Jim. I really think so. Everyone loves this guy. My number two is Philip Banks. From Fresh oh, Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. You know, I almost put Philip Banks on my list, but I see him more as an uncle than a father. He's a well, he is a father, you know, obviously. He is both, you know, clearly. but he's he is Will's father in that show. And I'm yes. okay. Let me get to that in a second. But Philip Banks, okay. obviously everyone knows, is Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, very another one. A very well off family. Predominantly black yeah. family, you know, just like the you know the Cosby Show, which you know this is kind of like it was great because if it wasn't for the Cosby Show, there probably wouldn't be a Fresh Prince, not to the extent it was anyway. Yeah. But um, so of course you know Uncle Phil, as someone calls him, you know, um, takes in Will after he you know gets in trouble in Philadelphia, up to no good. Mama said, gotta pack up and what did he say? Move. I forget what she said. I'll play the song underneath. <laughs> People can listen. <laughs> I used to know Love all the, the show, though. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
anyway, so they take him in, you know, and uh, and he basically becomes their their second son on the show. Um, Uncle Phil is the dad to him. He's really hard on Will, you know. He's strict with Will and Carlton. Um, you know, Will and Carlton are very different people on the show. <laughs> you know, Will comes from Philadelphia and a different different background, and Carlton's very um, well. He loves Tom Jones. I think that's the best way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Carlton, you know, Carlton is the new Alex P. Keaton. He really is. You know, he's like just loves you know very conservative you know type person and stuff. I mean, Uncle Phil is great. Yeah, he is hard on the kids. He, um, you know, he gets mad at Hillary for spending a bunch of money, but he also just keeps letting it happen. So he's always easier on the girls. Um, but he's uh, every always, father is though, every right? Time, I, I, I guess so. Um, he's hard on Will and uh, Carlton. But my favorite, the reason I say he's a he's Will's dad, and if there's many many reasons in the show that he is. I mean, cause he is, he raises them. Um, that scene, there's a, there's an episode where Will's real father comes and visits. And oh Will yeah. Never knew his dad. And, and oh, I know uh, exactly the scene you're talking about. Yeah, I can see it. It's, yeah. and it's, it's, it's one of the most touching scenes you've ever seen on television. You know, the whole episode, Will's dad's there and he's played by, um, Oh gosh, I forget the guy's name, but he's a great I actor. Can see him. I see him. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Someone will correct me on that. I'm sure. But, um, it's a great episode and the whole episode Will is like um, you know oh he's got a relationship with his dad now and he's gonna go with his dad his dad's going off and he invites Will to come with him and stuff and then uh, and then it, it, towards the end of the show it gets time to leave and the whole time Uncle Phil and his Aunt Vivian and everyone is like you know this guy's kind of full of shit you know like but they're not gonna say anything because it's Will's dad and he's really happy and it gets time for the dad to leave and uh, he comes and he tells Will like oh you know plans changed and and I you know you know, I'm not going to take you with me or I forget exactly how it goes. And, um, you know, Will gets, he goes and he tries to be tough and he, and he gets angry, you know, and then he's like, I don't, you know, he yells. I mean, I'm not going to do it because Will's acting in it is incredible. Um, and, and, you know, just, you see these real tears just come flying down his face. And then Uncle Phil just grabs him and holds him, you know, and he just knows that that's, that's your dad, you know, not this guy yeah. who just walked out. It's an incredible scene. And it just shows that all this stuff, all this time, Uncle Phil's been hard on Will, and you know, you know, tr- calling out his faults, but trying to teach him lessons. It just right there culminates is like that's because you're my kid, and that's why I've been doing it. So, it's awesome. It's yeah. absolutely awesome. So go out and watch it uh, if you have, you know, if I don't, if it's on Hulu or Netflix or YouTube or whatever. But Uncle Phil's a great dad. He's there's a there's another great scene, the funny scene. I'll try to pick up the. You know, so I put everyone down in the dumps here. Um, <laughs> there's a scene where Will gets in trouble. He starts, he becomes a pool shark, and he's uh, <laughs> he's he's hustling at at a pool hall with these rough guys, and he gets in some yeah. trouble, and he's in for a lot of money, and he does go to Uncle Phil for help, and he tells him he's like, oh, you know, he tells him what's going on, so Uncle Phil goes with him to the pool hall, and he tries to reason with the guys, and they won't. They said you owe me money, and then he just yells to to Jeffrey, the, you know, their, their butler who's always with him. He goes, Jeffrey, get me Lucille. <laughs> and so Jeffrey just pulls out this, <laughs> this pool cue and puts it together, gives it to it. Cause no one knew uncle Phil was like a pool shark and he just runs the table and gets all the money back. And it's just <laughs> awesome. It's just, it's cause he's such as like, he's a judge on the show. He's a lawyer. Then becomes a judge. And he's like this staunch conservative Republican type guy. I think he even talks about 
his friendship with Ronald Reagan or something like that. Like he, and, but he was a, he's a flower child from the seventies and, and all that stuff comes through every once in a while. And it's just so cool. Like that he doesn't forget where he's from and he tries to teach that with his kids, but he also is like, tries to be a good citizen and good, you know, fight for what's right kind of thing. And uh, yeah. yeah, uncle Phil was just an awesome dad. And when he passed away, that was so sad, you know, a few years back when James Avery, the actor passed away and, and, uh, you know, everyone loved Uncle Phil, you know, so yeah, yeah, he's a great dad. A little known fact about James Avery, the voice of Shredder in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. I did not know that. Now you know. Now you'll never not be able to hear Uncle Phil when you listen to that, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's oh, he was so cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about Uncle Phil. That I mean, everyone knows that show. He's great. And yes, he's an uncle, but he's definitely Will's father figure in that show and then he's great dad to the other three kids and so there you go yeah that's a good pick i i um i guess without thinking too much into it i was like nah i see him more as an uncle because will's the main character but you're right though i mean he really was he was the father he was will's father on the show for all practical purposes yeah yeah i like those scenes too in um his 70s like younger self would shine through and he'd start dancing and he's a big dude he's like 300 pounds you know yeah. he'd start dancing with his wife and stuff and they're talking about how they used to do it in the 60s and 70s and so it's just it's it's awesome he's just he can break down and have a fun time you know but um and then he let the kids just bust his balls all the time about eating wrong eating too much and stuff and you know but he always had good comebacks too and yeah it was, it was a great show it's a good family show yeah yeah there you go that's my uh that's uh that's my number two well, good job. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Um, mine is from a show that I've already talked about in other episodes, and the show is Friday Night Lights. Ah, yes. And uh, the father is Eric Taylor, played by Kyle Chandler. Nice. I love that actor, too. He's a good actor. Oh, man. He's so good. Yeah, he's in... Uh, have you watched Bloodline yet? I didn't see... I haven't seen season three yet, so don't tell me anything yet. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we'll talk after you do. All right. Um, it's a Netflix show, Bloodline. Uh, Kyle show. Chandler's in it. Yeah, watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, but Eric Taylor, he has two daughters and uh, many sons, if you will. Uh, he's he's sort of a father figure to every football player that he coaches. And his relationship with Connie Britton in the show is my favorite married couple on TV. Mm-hmm. I love their relationship together, how they treat each other, how they parent and everything he says is um, is just words of wisdom. It's like it's like everything he says is the halftime pep talk all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I mean, he's just he's he's great. He's um, respectable. He's somebody you can look up to. Somebody you can look up to to be a father or a coach or a mentor. Uh, he loves his family more than almost anything, with maybe the exception of football, which sounds cheesy, but that's the show. It's Friday Night Lights. Um, he comes across as kind of a hard ass. He's, he's your, he's a Texas guy. I mean, that's, he, he come across as kind of a hard ass, but, um, he's got a, a heart of gold, if you will, Tom. I love a heart of gold. Have you seen the show? We talked about this. Do you watch no, the show? I didn't, I haven't watched, I mean, I've seen episodes and stuff. We didn't watch it. We talked a lot about this in our, um, I believe this is one of your favorite, uh, well, we shouldn't tell people go back and listen to some of our other shows. You know, and that gives more downloads. We don't want to give what away What a tease. What a go. tease you are. Like that? I know. I know. I'm horrible. <laughs> no, but I haven't no. watched a lot of it, but uh, I know it's a good show. 
there's so many great scenes with him and great lines with him that I can't quote them because I won't do them justice. Okay. But, but they're, I mean, I can, I can say a couple small ones, but the, he has like really great monologues that are just like, you have to pause the show and be like, damn, I, I want to go out there and uh, win a game <laughs> right now or something. It's like, he's just so uplifting and inspirational on the show and I know he didn't write the lines he's got writers writing the lines but he's delivering the lines you know his character is just such a great uh, great uh, motivational character and somebody you can really look up to for all these football players plus his own kids so let me ask let me ask you this Jim send it if Al Bundy had uh, 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 Kyle Chandler's character was it Eric Yes. If, yes. Yeah, if he yeah. had him as a high school football coach, would Al Bundy have turned out with a better life? He probably would have been cut from the team. Okay, so yes, the, the answer is yes then. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Keep talking, um, I'm, I'm choking over here. Keep talking. <laughs> sure, sure, just like your dog was. Yeah, uh, contagious. There's, there's one... Um, one line I'll read from you that is something he says and uh, take this line, but then like multiply it by 10 and that's like the entire show. But it says every man at some point in his life is going to lose a battle. He's going to fight and he's going to lose. But what makes him a man is that in the midst of that battle, he does not lose himself. And that's nice. kind of, kind of reflects the, the character he is throughout the entire show for five years. And he just um, says things like that, but, probably much more in depth and much more meaning because of how he acts the lines that he says but great character great father great mentor amazing show good pick jim i like it i like it a lot good job well before we get to our number ones and i know jim knows my number one i think i think most of our listeners from day one know my number one but before we get to that Let's go over some of the ones uh, that we left off our list, some honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, okay. What do you got, Jim? Well, you brought up Red Foreman. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was on my standby. Uh, Dan Connor from Roseanne. Yes, yes. Danny Tanner from Full House. Yep, yep. Um, I put in Adam Braverman from Parenthood. Okay. Uh, there's, there's two here. Uh, I threw in Paul Reiser from My Two Dads. Oh shit! I didn't even think of him. I like that show. <laughs> that was a great show. That was a great show. That was a great show. Yeah. And the girl on the show went on to do to be in Step by Step with Patrick Duffy. That's right. That's right. She did. So she had she had Paul Reiser and she had Patrick Duffy as her two dads. That's pretty Damn. awesome. And Patrick Duffy. Um, there's a, there's an honorable mention right there. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but the, one of them that I I had down and I was like I don't know if I can justify it is Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. Technically, he is Oof. a TV dad the entire show, yeah. but I didn't put it in because I just didn't want to justify. Yeah, you could have justified that. Dad. I would have, I would have, I would have poo-pooed on it because that show you pissed should, me and, off. And sure, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, those are good. Um, I had a lot of those same ones. Not Ted Mosby, but I had the ones ones you mentioned there. Um, uh, Howard Cunningham from the ha- from Happy Days, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Brady, you know, classic, and Danny sure. Tanner, which I figured Danny Tanner was like the the new Mike Brady, and I yeah. didn't put him on because they were just too good. They're just too good. There's no flaws there, you know. And so, um, but then I had uh, Tony Maselli from uh, Who's the Boss. 
Uh, another God. single father with a daughter, you know, son. <laughs> who uh, who was the boss in the show? Uh, 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 Mona. Yes, it was uh, definitely Mona. Yeah, uh, Jack Carter from uh, Eureka. I talk a lot about that show, Eureka, <laughs> and uh, he's good. Uh, Jason Seaver from Growing Pains. Yeah. Fan favorite. Phil Dumphy from Modern Family. Uh, Andy Taylor from the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> uh, very old show, but it's a great show. Uh, Martin Crane from Frasier. Frazier's dad in the show. I thought I always liked him. I oh, thought okay. that was a good one. Uh, Mike Heck from The Middle. Um, and you already mentioned like Dan Connor and uh, and uh, Danny Tanner and some of those guys. And so, yeah. So there's a lot of TV dads out there. And there's, so this is uh, not a totally easy list to make. This was uh, had to take some thinking here, Jim. Yeah. Um, I know you hate Walter White, but what about uh, Brian Cranston and Malcolm in the Middle? Well, there you go. See, he went polar opposite there. He was a great dad yes. in Malcolm. Oh, he was okay in Malcolm. He wasn't the best dad. <laughs> he was an idiot. He was an that. idiot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, let's go. Okay, let's let's just get my number one out of the way then, Jim. Okay. You want to say it with me, or should you? Would you like me to say it? And do you? Want me, I can just say it for you. Go ahead. Uh, Tim Allen in Home Improvement. That's right, Tim the Tool Man Taylor. <laughs> This is now, I believe, the fourth episode I'm able to talk about Home Improvement, <laughs> and there's more to come, so everyone, so strap in. All right, uh, yeah, Tim Tim Taylor, man, my favorite TV dad of all time. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> he is a moron. He's an idiot. Uh, he's a he's he's pretty good handyman. Not great though. <laughs> you know, as a handyman, but uh, oh, he's awesome. He's a great dad. Um, Ever the know-it-all, Tim believes he is incredibly wide has incredibly wide knowledge of tools, electronics, and great uh, general mechanics. In reality, he doesn't. <laughs> He's a more accident-prone. Uh, his accents are off- awesome. Uh, that's some of the best scenes with his boys in the show is when he has accidents and then they just make fun of him. You know, like when he glues his head to a table. Um, or, <laughs> you know, like... He paints his hand green. You know, he stains it green. Uh, but yeah, he's a you know he's a great dad to the kids on the on the um, on the show. Uh, he has a you know he really likes Brad because they relate with the, the sports stuff. Um, and him and and uh, um, uh, Randy, you know, they relate more on the on the uh, creative being joke you know, the joking stuff like that. You know, and that's the way I would be with my parents. I was the one to just make jokes. You know, and then he, you know, um, then he has a good relationship with Mark. Mark's the sweet kid. Mark's the Mark's the the kid that he wants the other two to also be, but he's not. <laughs> you know, like the sweet, yeah. nice boy who doesn't get in trouble. You know, and so, um, but yeah, he's great. You know, he he's hard on he can be hard on his kids, but he's ultimately he's a great dad. He's he um he he's usually the last person in the house to understand what is going on. <laughs> But once he does, he does go through with what, you know, like, oh, I should do things this way. And he does it, you know, he, he really tries to relate to his, his kids on the show. Uh, he's a great husband on the show as well. And, uh, he's quick to apologize, (laughs) you know, because he realizes he messes up, you know? Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's an awesome dad. Great dad. I I don't know what else to say about him. I mean, everyone knows I love Tim the Tool Man. We've talked to him many, talked about him many times, um, you know, I don't know what else to say about him, but the fact that uh, he's the best TV dad out there. And I will say, Tim Allen's character, Mike Baxter, on, on um, oh, what's the show just called? Uh, 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 Last Man Standing. Uh, Last Man Standing. And, which yeah. I, I think it just uh, was canceled, but it was on for like five, six years. Um, uh, he, uh, one would argue 
similar character as Tim Allen. He's more of a more of a rough, gruff person on the show, and he's daughter. He has three daughters instead of three sons, but very similar. So he has arguably played two of the greatest TV dads ever. So yeah, yeah, it's it's great. I I absolutely love. I, I can't get enough. Of t- t- I watched probably another four hours of Home Improvement last night. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I just had it on in the background, and it's it's awesome. And now my son's really getting into it. So. That makes it even better. So, <laughs> what one, two things I want to mention why I love him as a dad. One okay. is his, the fact that he is a grown boy. He's a boy. He wants to be, oh, you yeah. know, he plays in the backyard with the kids, you know, baseball, football, they're building stuff. You know, the, uh, I think he, one, one time he soups up Randy's uh, sled for uh, going sliding at, in the winter. And, and, uh, and, you know, and, and of course he has to soup up everything, but then, then his love and, crazy unhealthy relationship with Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and how he has to go over the top with everything. And then some of their, their Halloween episodes and Christmas episodes are awesome. And um it's just because he doesn't it's just he's he's just a big kid and he wants to give his kids an awesome experience during those holidays. And so that's I can relate to that because I go over the top with those two holidays as well in this house. Yeah. I think it drives my wife nuts, I'm sure and uh it's not gonna stop so she's gonna have to get used to it but um yeah so that's it's just awesome i I love him so there's my number one Mm, sorry (laughs) sorry Uh, (laughs) you fell asleep i'm sorry you caught me in mid yawn and it's not because i've heard a lot about bullshit uh, it's not because i've heard a lot about home improvement and i was bored by it it's Uh, just getting a little late here on these i'm sorry i'm sorry uh uh um oh, man well if my computer would stop dying <laughs> we would have gotten done with the show a long time ago so if i'm rushing through our picks that's why our computer is really shit in the bed if you'd like to donate to the show um please send us an email i'll let you know how that works all right jim what's your what's your, let's move on let's just get out done with this crap what's your okay. <laughs> what's your number okay. one my number one you mentioned okay oh, and oh. it is uh phil dunphy Oh, nice. Modern Family. That's your number one. <laughs> That's my number one. He's a good um, one. I love Phil Dunphy. I love the show. I love his character. Um, I think he focuses way too much on being friends with his kids. Yeah. But that's kind of the funny part of the show. Right. Um, is Especially, um, uh, what's the son's name? There's Alex. Uh, there's Haley. And I can't remember his name. Is it... Uh, Anyway, yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, he focuses too much on being his friend, but that's kind of the funny part. Um, he has he had a quote that says, um, "I've always said that if my son thinks of me as one of his idiot friends, I've succeeded as a dad," <laughs> which is funny for a couple reasons, but also probably not the best outlook to for a dad. But um, you know, he's just he's funny, and he was a cheerleader and a competitive trampolinist or something <laughs> which like that. He loves to talk about. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, he's he's a good father to Claire. Uh, Claire kind of runs the show. Um, and he had another line that I'm going to steal. That's uh, so He says, Claire's a perfectionist, which sometimes is good, like when it comes to picking a husband. <laughs> nice. Which I thought was a really good line, and I'm going to steal that. I like that. Um, but yeah, no, I think, he's, I think he's hilarious. If there's ever a point in the show where my wife and I are, are just – cracking up so much that we have to stop it it's because of something that he's done or said yeah you know i would argue argue the 
well, four dads, I guess, on the show are yeah. all good dads. Um, yeah. You know, Phil yeah. is a great dad. And then we talked about, um, you know, uh, Al Bundy's character, uh, Jay Pritchard on the show is yeah. a good dad. Although he's, he's, but he is a good dad because now he has a young boy and he's really good with that kid. And then the the two, Cam and, uh, and Mitchell on the show yep. are dad, you know, to adopt a daughter. And, uh, you know, Cam plays more the, the concerning mom character in that relationship. And Mitchell's kind of like the dad who just is the, you know, walks to the door and doesn't want to deal with this stuff, you know, <laughs> but they're all pretty good dads. They're all good dads on the show. I think yeah. it's a fun show yeah. to watch. I love, I love modern family, right? It's a really good, that's one that we watch. Like that's one between that and the Goldberg. That's like two of the shows we always watch, you know? Right yes. Now. Yep. Good. I can't believe you didn't pick Murray, Murray Goldberg. Well, though. I was, uh, because he, he's, I, oh, I didn't mention him actually. He's on my honorable mention list, but he's, he, He's not a good dad, but he does have a good heart. If you watch the season finale of this year, when uh, his daughter graduates high school, he's he's got some good stuff with her. He is he does have a good heart, um, but uh, no, I did not pick him because he uh, he does not want. He is Al Bundy. He's the new Al Bundy. <laughs> he doesn't yes, want to deal with these people. Is. Instead of a shoe store, he works in a furniture store. You know, it's not yeah. really nothing really different there. Um, yeah. Well, Phil's a good pick. Good job with that one. Thanks. I like it. I like it. I'm going to apologize to our listeners right now. If our show sounds a little weird, it's because we I've been having. I said it already. Many computer problems. So if we are sound discombobulated, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, well, we'll be better next week. <laughs> Maybe. I think. Uh, I, usually, like if the computer dies, then we'll go back and listen to the last thing we said and try to pick it up. So yeah. hopefully, yeah, I mean, this isn't. This is a reoccurring. It's it has happened all the time, but it's happened in a handful of our shows. And when I listen back, it's you can't tell. Oh, good, good, good. Oh man. Well, Jim, good, good pick. Well, next week, what are we doing, Jim? We talked about it on top of the show, but what are we doing next week? Yeah, we're gonna go back and do the show we should have done, or we're <laughs> going to do this week until we uh, forgot that there's actually a holiday this weekend. So uh, we're gonna do uh, books, like middle school books, mm-hmm. like uh, from a scholastic book order type books. Yeah. So you know, grade school, middle school, maybe high school. You know, maybe you know those. Yeah, type maybe of books. like a maybe like a junior high. Yeah. yeah. More of like yeah. yeah. So Either something you had to read in school, required reading, or, yeah. or books that you got off um, scholastic book orders. Right, right. Oh, oh! Before we before we move, on, I'm sorry. I, I saved these Facebook or these comments for the end of the show. Uh, our buddy Zach <laughs> gave his top five TV dads. Uh, don't, oh yeah. And you didn't make fun of any of them, so you don't have to worry about hurting Zach's feelings this time, Jim. <laughs> uh, he had Dan Connor from Roseanne, uh, Tim Taylor yeah. from Home Improvement, Jason Seaver, yep. Growing Pains. Philip Banks from Fresh Prince and Andy Taylor from the Andy Griffith Show. And oh, then, good one! Yeah, that was a good one. And uh, Twitter. I'm not uh, just saying that so he doesn't hate me. Right, uh, Aiden, who said not Bill Cosby, but he also said Bob from Bob's Burgers. It would be his number okay. one, um, which I've never seen the show, but I know a lot of people like it. And then on Twitter, um, that was also on Twitter. And then Le- Leah on Twitter um, had Jack Pearson from This Is Us, which I know people love love that oh, show. Oh yeah. Um, Stephen Keaton from Family Ties. Hey, oh, that was, I had that one. Uh, Tony Maselli from Who's the Boss. Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. And then she picked Uncle Jesse from Full House. And she stated that when she he dresses his the little twins as Elvis. That's very classic. <laughs> so, so good. Thank you again for writing into those. So now you know. Next week our pick is books. Uh, you know, so when you're in middle school, grade school, so send in your top five on those, and we'll read them. We'll read them on air. As long as we're only getting a few of them, I got time to read them. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Jim, that's all I got for you this week. 
and uh, I need to go call my father now. Yeah, yeah. Don't call me. Call your dad in five call minutes. My real father. Yeah, dad. I'm gonna call you in five minutes. Yeah. All right, Jim. I'm gonna call you in five minutes too. Okay. Okay. Wait. Wait. Like, wait. Before, before we go, Jim. Oh. Well, yep. We talked about Adam West. So quick to the Batcave. Cave. <laughs>